everybody, I'm Faith, and I have Down syndrome. But our podcast is not really about that exactly. And I'm Andrea. I'm friends with Faith. Our podcast is about conversations and connections. It's about how we are the same and how we are different. For each episode, Faith and I interview a different guest. Some of our guests experience intellectual and developmental disabilities, also known as IDD, and some don't. We talk about friendship, family, adulthood, and when it comes up, disability. Our podcast is called Everybody In because we are so interested in everybody. So let's get started. Hey everyone, I'm Andrea Moore, one of your hosts for Everybody In, a podcast conceived and produced by The Wayfaring Band. And as William Wordsworth said, faith is a passionate intuition. She's also my co-host. Hello. Hello, Andrea. Hello, Faith. (laughs) And who are you? Tell us your whole name. My name is Faith, um, and I am Andrea's co-host. Um... That's a great start. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. We've got a great show today. Who's our guest, Faith? So one of our friends who travel with the Blue Ridge is Amanda. So welcome. Welcome, Amanda. Hi, everyone. (laughs) So this is the fabulous Amanda Andrews. And uh, Amanda's a recent graduate from university and was a journalism student and is a, a writer and a journalist now, and uh, a young, fabulous person, an activist, um, someone we like a lot. And yes, as Faith said, a former leadership fellow with the Wayfaring Band on our recent Blue Ridge Parkway trip this past August. So that is wonderful. We're really excited that Amanda's here, aren't we, Faith? Yes. We don't always get to interview people who have actually traveled with the Wayfaring Well, we do a lot with our friends with disabilities, but Amanda is one of our neurotypical guests, So the way that that'll work today is Faith is going to be taking the lead on our questions. Faith, you're going to ask Amanda two prepared questions, and then Amanda has a chance to surprise you with two questions of her own, and then you'll go back and forth. Is that that sounding like our usual plan? Yes. Okay, wonderful. So should we get started? Let's get started. All right, hit it. Okay, so tell me about yourself. Yeah, so I just graduated from college. I went to UNC in Greeley. I got my journalism degree. And since I graduated just this past May 2018, I've been kind of just putting my back into everything and trying a lot of stuff and sitting on my couch a lot because post-grad life is really weird. But (laughs) um, I just started working at the radio station in Greeley. Yes. So you all can listen out for me on KUNC on 91.5 on the weekends. She tried on a little bit of a radio voice there. Did you hear that, Faith? <laughs> yes, that was you awesome. You listen to me on KUNC <laughs> on the weekends. Nice. I'm so jealous. I totally want a career in radio. <laughs> I've only been working there for a week, so I'm an expert. Great. Yes. Um, wonderful. Well, Faith, are you ready to ask Amanda your first question? Yes. So, um, who's your best friend and why are they so special? Yes. So, I'm wholly prepared for this question because my best friend is the literal best, okay? Her (laughs) name is Hamida and I have loved her since 2013 and she is the best friend to me because she's just the best person in general. Like, she, she just, like listens to me when I talk which sounds like simple and like uncomplicated but like when you talk a lot that could be like a high demand for some people Mm. so anyway she's wonderful Mm. and amazing and she went through the building bridges program with me um from 2013 to 2015 so that's how we met so building bridges is a nonprofit, uh another nonprofit in the Denver area and Mm -hmm. also actually global they have other programs that are uh in elsewhere in the country and also in the world but so 
we also share co-working space, right, Faith? So our friends like Megan and mm-hmm. Liz and now uh, Kimberly and Abe and some of those folks all work for the nonprofit Building Bridges. And so they do a program. Can you tell us just a tiny bit about that, Amanda, so that we have some context for the the situation you were in when you met Hamida? Yes. So the Building Bridges program takes high school age uh, young women and gender expansive youth and kind of takes them through a two-week summer intensive to teach them the basics about a lot of different social justice topics. So that's, you know, different forms of um, oppression and discrimination, which is just like, you know, things about race and gender and sexuality and citizenship, you know, immigration, Mm. things like that. And kind of, uh, you know, breaks it down for people um, and introduces them to these concepts. So uh, that's what we were doing when we met as I think we were going. It was the summer before our junior year of high school. You were little. Young, <laughs> young us is when me and Hamida met and went through that program uh, together. So it's been great. Awesome. And then um, so you met during that program. And then you said one of the things I like, Faith, about what Amanda just said was that she feels like she talks a lot that Amanda talks a lot and that one of the things she likes about Hamida is that Hamida really listens to her. Can you maybe say a little bit more about, about that? Yeah. So, uh, Hamida and I actually just went out together the other day. We were just talking about like how we've both kind of like grown up together. Like we've both kind of like had similar like development, even though we've both been doing so much different stuff. Like she's always just kind of, been there for me to talk about whatever's going on in my life like right like this year is the first year we've even lived in the same city so like or like we've been in the same city at the same time you know because before she lived in Greeley and I lived in Aurora and then when we went to college she came to Denver and then I went up to Greeley Hmm. but now that I've graduated um we both live in Aurora so like this is like the first time we've been in the same city but like even all those years when we like lived separately like she was always there for me to tell her about you know different things and we you know share all these similar interests and are both kind of learning and exploring like similar things so if I'm like grappling with something like if I'm really like you know I've really been thinking about you know this with like music and it's just been like really great to have her as like a, a support like I just never I never feel weird with her Mm. like it's always like we're both developing and doing like our own things but like it it overlaps a lot and like it really complements like we complement each other it's great Mm. faith one of the things i just heard amanda say was that um it doesn't feel weird with hamida that she feels like she can be herself and and forgive me if tell me if i'm not using the right language to to say what you just said to us amanda but that um it sounded like part of what you were saying was that you can you can be all of you and that that Hamida can catch that you know that you can be yourself and and even the weirdness um faith does that sound when you think about a best friend does that resonate with you does that sound like a good quality when you can be yourself and even your weird self with your best friend <laughs> yes that's how i feel with jenny all the time Tell us more about what you heard Amanda say about Hamida that, that makes you also think of Jenny, your friend Jenny. Can you say that one more time? Sure. So when you think about your friendship with Jenny, do you see some commonalities? Do you have anything in common with what Amanda was saying about Hamida? Yes. Can you share with us some of what those things are that you have in common? Um. So Jenny and I, I know it's kind of crazy, but... Um, Jenny and I have long comment of, like, we're both, um, a big fan of Mamma Mia. (laughs) And so, that's one of the lot in common we have. Um, we also have long common, um, some other things, um, including the Jonas Brothers, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) It's because she and I went to their concert, so, um, but now she moved on with different things, so. 
So sometimes you have things that are the same about you and sometimes different. Yeah. So you like a lot of the same music. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any things about you and Jenny that feel different from each other, but that you still get along? Uh, yeah. Um, cause I know Jenny, ha- me and Jenny haven't been, well, we are best friends, but we haven't, not like long as like some people, mm. um, were babies when, with their best friends. Well, yeah. Who can compete with that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know your friend when they were born, you can't always compete with that. Yeah. Yeah. So something like that, or or not going to the same high school. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Jenny and I. So I went to Mount Vista, and she went to East High. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jenny and I been at the same program together. So different kinds is like we're both a part of a spar club. We do like fun activities sometimes. So like this coming Friday, she's gonna have a movie night. So that's one of the activities. Um and we're and she just been part of the Wayfriend band for a long time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yeah, Amanda, does that make you think of any other similarities or differences between you and Hamida? Yeah, I mean, Hamida and I have never gone to the same school, and I think that's kind of interesting, too, because I feel like, you know, like, you meet a lot of your, like, friends, like, in school and stuff, because, like, that's where you, like, spend a lot of time, but, like, you know, just like what you were saying with Jenny, like, Hamida and I, have, we've never gone to the same school, but she's still, like, my preferred human being, and, like, <laughs> <laughs> we just still find time to... Uh, hang out which is amazing and like even when we don't you know like even when we're like apart sometimes like we can't you know physically find time to meet up like it's it's still like we're still we're still close you know mm. like I still uh keep up with her mm. that's how I feel sometimes with mm. Jenny too so yeah yeah and we asked this question right I mean Faith Faith and I both always ask our guests about best friends because we're really interested in in what what is like we all relate differently to each other we're all different kinds of people but but friendship is really important right and and it's also the cornerstone of community um so can you amanda do you have any other thoughts or observations just about about friendship or best friendship or um you know one of the questions is why what makes hamida special or your relationship special like what what has it given you I think that it's just like I think a good friendship kind of it takes a lot of watering like I, I think about that often like I saw someone on Twitter the other day that said like you know check in on your friends and like water your friendships and I think that this like the reason Hamida is my best friend is because like we both check on each other I guess like we've we've both put in a lot of work into this friendship and like maintaining it because like at the beginning I almost blew it like <laughs> I almost really how what I almost happened? Really blew. she was going through a really hard time and I did not feel um uh Kate I didn't feel like I could help I didn't feel ready to meet that support mm-hmm. she needed like I was like I psh, what can I bring to this like I, I I'm not the right person you know what I'm saying like whenever I talk about serious stuff people always end up laughing like I can never mm. I can't bring the seriousness and I've never been through something like that so I can't even really hear her out and empathize with that so um you know like I, I don't know but um like she kept calling me and she kept calling me and I was like you know like I'd miss all the calls and like keep putting them off but then like uh she one day she was like you know what like I get it like you know you're busy it's okay I, uh, I'll call someone else and then I was like no like I I gotta I gotta the least I could do is hear her out you know like the least the least I could do is uh, pick up the phone and, and listen to her when she's going through like a hard time so um I did and she um really appreciated my support even though I didn't feel like I had anything that I could really offer her in this time she um uh like appreciated what I had to bring to the table uh, in terms of support so um I felt really valuable I guess in that moment so uh yeah it's been it's it's been good she kind of um as a friend she just kind of I guess uh opens opens my eyes to how I see myself I guess just Mm. she kind of changes how I see myself sometimes were you afraid originally that that you would 
need to be able to fix whatever her issue was? Like, is that part of your hesitation at the beginning? I was like, I can't relate. I can't. Mm. I don't know what to say in times like these. I'm not even sure how to be like, I'm not sure how to do this right. Like, I'm going to blow it. Like, I'm going to make this whole tough time worse for her. Like, she could go talk to somebody else who's maybe been through like times like this. But I think that in times like that, I think that um, where Hamida and I differ has only like the ways we differ has just kind of made our friendship stronger because it kind of changes the way we think about things. Mm. So Hmm. that's interesting. Faith, do you relate to that idea that sometimes your friend, sometimes your friend may be going through a hard time that's different from you, or you may be going through a hard time that your friend doesn't understand. Do you sometimes worry that you won't be able to be there for your friends? Um, I don't, I don't think so about Jenny. So you feel like Jenny is there for you and that you can be there for her. Yeah. Because, um, you know, every time when I fall or something, she's always being so supportive and helping me. Um, and she is that kind of person who can, you know, to hold her, to hold somebody's hand, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, like she was holding, like she was helping me, like, um, holding her hand to go down some steps. Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever feel that way for your best friend? Um, feel what way? You just being like supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think the way I feel supportive is just like, I just, just going for it, you know what I'm saying? And like not feeling like, well, I need to be supportive in this way. And if I'm not, then I'm blowing it. But just kind of like being there when she needs me to be there and knowing that her expectations aren't something I can't do. You know, like she doesn't need me to be anyone else. She just needs me to be Amanda and Mm. be there. Mm -hmm. So I feel that. Yeah, I really related to what you said about that, Amanda, like that you didn't have to have had the experience. She, that's not what she needed from you. She didn't need you to have done what she was doing. She just wanted you to pick up the phone. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's that simple, right? It's just being there. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for sharing that. Faith, should we hear Amanda's first question for you? Please. Okay. Okay. So my first question is, uh, what was the last movie you saw that really moved you? Like you were really like inspired or like <laughs> changed, you know? Okay. Um, well, I think it was like a long time ago, but um, Mamma Mia just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that literally moved me a lot. But the reason why, because um, part, of the, part of their songs really moved me a lot. Like I wanted to cry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it literally did. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel so um, inspired about that kind of songs and what um, and what that song really meant. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you for that question. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask a follow up for you, Faith, because I kn- I know how how much that movie does mean to you and the soundtrack. Can you think of any lyrics from the songs in particular that you that you think about a lot? So one of the songs is My Love and My Life. Um, I can't think of any lyrics mm-hmm. right now. Um, but when it was like between Donna and Sophie, um, I think she was singing that to Sophie because because um, Sophie was, you know, her baby, you know, mm-hmm. and... Um, it's hard to let go. Tell us more about who Donna and Sophie are. So if we haven't seen the movie, we understand the story. So the movie is like, um, so Donna is, um, Mary Streep. Meryl Streep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And Sophie is Amanda, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of her? Yeah. Yeah. So, with um, the big eyes, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> Amanda with the big eyes, okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
but Amanda Seyfried has always been one of my favorites. Um, one of the songs, like that song or the other songs she sings really moved me a lot. I really just feel like I wanted to cry, but... And I tell us why. Well, just knowing the meaning of the song, you know? I I don't know what it meant. That's why I was asking. So, um... I just... Have, maybe it's because I have a really soft heart for that kind of songs. So was it the sounds of the music, the words, or the story that made you feel that in your in your heart? So one of the songs, I think it's called One of Us, um, but it's also moved me because it's hard between, like, relationships, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, you know, like, she was on this island of Calicari in Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dominic Cooper, who plays Guy, you know, it was hard because he was finding a job, and she stayed because. Um, so Mary Streep, who was Donna in the second movie, she dies. <laughs> I was just like spoiler alert, <laughs> <laughs> major spoiler alert. Amazing. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> you know what? People should still watch it. Go on. Yes. Um, so I just think those kind of songs means so much. So, And the song in particular that you're talking about was the mom, Donna, singing about her child? Yes. Sophie? Yes. And what is she singing about, you said? It was about, what was the name of the song? Um, my Life and My Love. So it was from a mother to a daughter? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, Amanda, do you have any follow-up questions for Faith about that? (laughs) Um, No. I don't know if you're a big fan of Mamma Mia. I haven't seen Mamma Mia. It's okay. It's good. I'm sorry if I ruined it for you. No, (laughs) you're good. You're good. There's more to a movie than plot. It's also how you get there. I'm like, I I never mind a spoiler alert because I always want to see how they get there. So Amanda's nodding. She agrees. Yeah. Wait, Faith, well, tell the rest of us, why should we watch Mamma Mia? Why why, sh- why is it so important? Well, for me, it's because um, one is one of my favorite movies. Um, there's always, like, fun, you know, like, fun people, fun music. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you ever heard ABBA. I have. ABBA the band? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they created those kind of music. Mm-hmm. And so Mamma Mia got it from them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. ABBA's pretty cool like that. They also, some of the folks from ABBA did the music for chess. So they're one of these bands that have kind of gone back and forth between the musical world, like musical theater and mm-hmm. and rock and roll. Wow. Fun. I did not know that. So, and that's why I got so having those kind of feelings of the, the songs so cool wow that's cool yeah so thank you for mentioning that question mm-hmm. i have another follow-up <laughs> <laughs> i'm in charge of follow-ups <laughs> Go okay ahead. um well no i mean now i'm wondering you know what it, for that question amanda for that to be your question you know are films do you have a like what's your relationship to film oh do you okay. look to movies to move you yeah so i don't want to say i'm easily moved but I've been moved a lot recently by films Mm. and by recently I mean like the last like few years like I've just been like crying a lot in movies not even like when they're sad just like you know when anybody's got like big victories you know like Mm -hmm. when they finally overcome something they've been struggling with (laughs) and you're just like yes so also uh tying it back to Hamida we go to the movies like all the time that's Mm -hmm. like pretty much all we do like anytime we hang out we like go get burgers and then go to the movies like every time it's, so. a, it's the same thing with me and connor because yeah. we're always going to movies yeah like, going out to dinner yep so connor's faith's fiance oh as you well know yep. you know connor mm-hmm. yes yeah. <laughs> so yeah amazing this is a good time to take a small break we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back toodles <laughs> 
The Wayfaring Band is not a rock and roll band, are we, Faith? Mm-mm. So what type of band are we? We are a band of travelers. Travelers, right. So the Wayfaring Band takes original, transformative adventures that include adults with and without cognitive and developmental disabilities. But anybody can come on a trip with us, right, Faith? Yes. Like who? Everybody. Like everybody. Yes. Well, as long as they're a grown-up. Yes. They have to be a grown-up because we work with adults. Well, an adult, everybody. An adult, everybody. So if you're an adult, everybody, you're welcome to join the Wayfaring Band on tour. If you're a caregiver, a student, a teacher, a professional, an activist, an interested adult, everybody, community member, all of you are welcome to join the Wayfaring Band on tour and experience our culture of inclusion firsthand. Be a part of it. How can they learn more, Faith? Learn more at www.thewayframeband.com. Fantastic. We are back from the break. Thanks for staying with us. We are here with our guest, Amanda Andrews, the one, the only, the fabulous. But truly, Amanda, I mean, let me, before we jump back into the questions, like tell us a little bit about, more about what what your interests are in the field of journalism and, you know, what that looks like right now. Yeah, so my, I think my drive right now in journalism is to get to do more interviews and feature writing within the world of music journalism, because that's mm. what I really like right now. I feel like um, I feel like entertainment journalism, people like kind of separate it from like like hard news, you know, like breaking news, like storms and, you know, political, environmental tragedies and things. But I feel like arts and culture are like really connected and um, music kind of reflects a lot of society. So I kind of want to dig into that, talk to musicians, talk about new albums coming out, talk about how music is reflecting what's going on in the world mm. right now. I want to talk about it on the radio. I want to talk about it on award shows. I want to host things. Mm. I want to interview people. I want to be that girl. Does it feel funny to be on the other side of an interview right now, to be interviewed? Not really. I'm still on a mic. Yeah, you're like, as long as I'm wearing a headset and I'm on a mic and I'm having the conversations, it feels good? Yeah. Cool. Faith, have you enjoyed the process of getting more into interviewing? Yeah. Podcast, it's a certain kind of journalism, right? It's just like mm -hmm. more about lifestyle, maybe. But... um. Are you excited that that's what Amanda's field is? Yes, I think it's kind of cool. So good. This Thank is, you. This is the first. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first time interviewing her, at least. Um, so, it, do you want to hear from people? Like, how should they get in touch with you? And also, by the way, do you want like I'm in a band and blah blah blah, and I want to talk to you because you are interested in music, or what kind of connections are you hoping to make? Um. So I kind of just want to get on the level where I really just have that backstage pass to life, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Where, like, if there's, like, a an event going on that I could just be like, hi, I would like to, you know, I would like to do some photography there, or I would like to talk to X, Y, and Z people. And then they'd be like, oh, cool, you're Amanda Ashley Andrews? Wonderful, just mm. come right here, we've got this set up for you. Or, like, people reaching out to me to, like, host panels about like just talking to people who are doing like the movers and shakers of the music industry like I think I want to get to a level where like I like musicians come to me to listen to my take on things like Bob Boylan does everything at NPR yeah I want to be like Amanda Andrews like I want it to be like mm. a name of like let's hear what she has to say and mm. how that interview went mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. who she talked to and you know how that went like I want people a pundit for the music industry yeah i want people to talk talking to me to be like a landmark you know what i'm saying like oh cool like we finally talked to amanda that was great i really like her awesome cool okay we're keeping that in mind just in case we can ever i mean we're not specifically in that field because if you didn't already know we are not a rock and roll band <laughs> <laughs> right faith yes right um, but that's good to know. I love hearing, especially young people, I like to hear, uh, you know, just what your vision is of the future. Because, mm -hmm. of course, being a little bit older, I'm like, ah, uh, yes, I too remember wanting that backstage pass to life. And I am still waiting for it. But <laughs> that being said, I'm like, it's getting older does certain things do get easier. Um, but it's kind of cool to hear just, I don't know what, how you conceptualize your career, you know. Um, so, yeah, Faith, should we 
hit her with your second question. Sure. Do you have anything else that you want to ask Amanda or say before we do that? Or are you ready to go? I think I'm ready. Okay, go for it. Okay, so everybody needs some help sometimes. So how do you help? You need help with. I had thought about this, and I remember what I came to the conclusion. And I think I need help with um, following through on my plans. I need like support because like I have a lot of great ideas. Well, I think they're great, but I have a lot of ideas, but I really struggle with actually doing them. So that's why I think that's why it really helps me to talk about them. Because once you talk about something, then people continue to check in on it, you know, and it becomes like a kind of like like people are kind of holding you accountable, like people like if you talk about doing something, then people are going to be like, okay, well, where are you on that? You know, like, when are you getting started? Like, how's that going? So um, I think that's something I need help with or just like more support with is just following through on my ideas and just going and doing things and being a woman of action. Mm. So. Yeah. Does that make sense, Faith? Do you um, need some help hearing more about that? Yes, please. So, Amanda, like when you talk about that kind of help with, and it sounds like you're talking about being held accountable. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm a dreamer. Here's my ideas. And like, so some help making that happen. Can you give us an example of um, something that you might just say that then without that kind of help that you just described might fall through the cracks? Yeah. So, um, one thing that so like I write I write about things often but uh I don't I have a lot of ideas to write about different things like you know I should write about you know this new music that just came out or I should write about um this thing this band is doing but then like I'll never actually write about it like I'll just kind of talk about it for a few days and then just like let it die because I'll be like well other people wrote about it or like I don't really like it's fine. I've got other things I'm doing. Well, you know, now I waited too long, so it's not really mm-hmm. relevant anymore. So um, I just need help. I need people to be like, hey, look, like it's not too late. Like still write it. Like actually like that was like you had that idea, but like actually go do it now. Like actually write that thing that you said you were going to write. Like it's not mm. just go, just do it. So, mm. yeah. Does that make sense, Faith? Yeah. Um because I know um, for Dan, um, like, he wanted me to write something. Can you share a little bit about who Dan is? So Dan is one of our friends, and he is Andrea's best friend ever since um, college, right? Right. He's one of my good friends from college. Right. Um, so his performance is a writer and a director. And you, how did you meet him? Um, so we went to our, so we went to San Francisco where mm-hmm. my other best friend is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I directed a music video. So he, so we were doing like different projects. Um, and so. Can I add a little bit of context just to help people understand? Yeah. So that Dan was the artist in residence on our San Francisco trip. Mm. Right. So he came with the Wayfaring Band, met everybody in the Wayfaring Band. And the artist on each trip is tasked with creating an ode to our adventure in whatever medium they work. And so you were saying Dan uh, does writing and directing and producing. And so he wanted to produce a music video, but he wanted to work with the Wayfaring Band. And so what was your role on that video, Faith? So my role, um, he wanted me to be a director of the music video we made for the Wayfaring Band. Mm -hmm. Got it. So, um, but we were like doing, so when that was finished of the music video, we did a different project. And so he said, well, how about you just, you know, write it. Maybe you can write. And he said... So I said, okay, sure. You know, if I have something in mind, um, I can write it down. But sometimes, sometimes um, I do have a hard time to remember stuff. Mm. So, because you say you have a hard time of writing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. 
do you have like bad memory to write something down? Sometimes it'll be I write something down, but then I just kind of forget to follow through with it. So like I'll make a note to myself to uh, make a note to myself to write up, you know, an article about this and then I don't actually write it. So sometimes my notes don't I don't finish the project that I start in my mind, Mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And Faith, for you, do you, when you're talking about memory and having a hard time remembering, do you feel like you forget what you wanted to write about in the first place or you forget to follow through with your plan? Because I remember what Dan told me, just write it down. And when I heard Amanda saying, just do it, you know, I, I, I can't think of anything. Like, I can't just do it, so... So I know what she... You relate to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I I mean, as an artist myself, because I'm also a working artist, and I really relate to needing help with following through, like getting from point of inspiration to point of action. Um, that is something that it's it can be hard to have the endurance to keep an idea running from, boom, I got hit with this lightning bolt in my mind of an idea all the way through to taking the action. It uses a lot of different skill sets. And um, so, yeah, that, that feels relatable to me as well. Are there other things, Amanda, that when you think about needing help, that's a great example. Um, are there other types of help that you uh, find yourself either needing or not thinking you actually need, but then you get it and you're like, oh, actually, I did need that help. Um... Mm-mm. Uh, I'm I'm kind of I keep thinking of like my family and like all the ways they support me and um, it it makes it hard for me to think of ways I need help because they provide so much support. Like uh, mm. one time, one notable time, my dad uh came into my room at, like at night and he was like, "Hey, um, because I just came down from college like for the weekend, and so my dad comes to my room and he's like, "Hey, is there?" Uh, anything you need, um, you know, I just just checked your car. Is there is there anything you need? And I'm like, uh, maybe if you could give me some more gas. And he's like, no, nah, I already got some more gas. I uh, checked your fluids. I uh, cleaned off the steering wheel for you. And I'm like, maybe can I get like a drink or something? He's like, yeah, there's a cold drink in the car ready for you when you drive back to college tomorrow. And I was like, <laughs> wow, I guess that's, uh, that's really it. You really thought of everything. And he's like, yep, that's the kind of support you need out here. So that was uh that was it that was really um i'm so touched hearing that that's such a generous thoughtful thing for him to do yeah he really he really had me when he said he left a drink in there too i was like that's (laughs) that's that wasn't a joke he really had a drink in the car there was really a beverage (laughs) in there so i was like cool um but yeah that's it just like small things just making making it so there's like one less thing i have to worry about is like is just really nice sometimes That reminds me how often we receive help and don't even know how many people and systems are working for us, Uh, especially just thinking about, you know, in the way we talk a lot about power and privilege. And, you know, there are some groups of people who receive help all the time and don't even know that they're receiving help. Mm -hmm. And then there are other people that are not receiving any help, you know, and have learned to do a lot for themselves or to go without. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's just kind of cool. You know, it's interesting thing about life phases, you know, being a younger person, Amanda, um, that it sounds like what you're reflecting on. is just this transition between being really supported by your family in emotional ways, but also really practical ways, like having your your father, like, check out the fluids in your car mm-hmm. um, with with you not even realizing, like, I shouldn't even know how to ask for that yet necessarily. Yeah. Right. Can you tell us just a little bit more just because I realized we didn't talk about how old you were or anything like that. Can you tell us just a little bit more about your background and give us some context for that? Yeah. So uh, in my life right now, uh, I just turned 21 recently. Uh, I graduated in uh, May. So I finished college like a, a year early. So I graduated in three years and right now I'm just kind of living at my house and looking for a way to make the most of my journalism degree um, while the rest of my friends 
finish up their like last year or two in college. And so in terms of that type of help, because that's something Faith and I've talked about a lot is like the help we get from our families. What other types of help are you getting from your family? Yeah. So uh, one thing I've really been thinking about a lot is the fact that I do like still live in my house um, because like transitionally, I think I've been thinking a lot about like what other people do after college. But it's kind of weird because I don't have like a lot to go off of because like since I graduated early, I don't really get to look and be like, well, what are my friends doing because like my one other friend who graduated early with me went on to grad school at the same university so it's like she's spending a fourth year there like it's like she's still there but like now she's just a grad student so she's just on a different path so I don't get to really look at her and be like so what is she doing post-graduation because she's like still in school so um I've been living in my house and thinking a lot about how nice it is that I can like just move back into my house with my family and like have them support me and like uh, mean like not have to work or anything Mm -hmm. like that which like I have a job now but like I spent a lot of time this summer just like searching for uh, jobs and one uh, thing my parents have really pushed for is uh, at least my mom is to not for me to not get a job doing something I don't like you know just to have money coming in because like my student loans I have to start paying those off next March so I was like frantic like I gotta get money like now I need money but uh uh, my parents have been really kind of serious about like hey look we um are in a position where we can still support you Mm. for the time being because my brother doesn't go off to college till next fall um and I'll be applying for grad school so I won't go off to school till next fall if I do go back to school but like my parents are just like supporting me by like allowing me to move back into the house after college and not like I don't have to get a job doing something I don't want to do or something that doesn't like relate to journalism because my parents my parents are just like if if you're going to get a job like make sure it's something that you want to do like Mm. something that relates to um your major so Mm. um which is like something that I know like a lot of people don't get to kind of experience it's like well now you kind of have to go work at starbucks now because you've graduated and like you've got to support yourself so that's been really nice so amanda to that point i so i'm going to summarize what i've heard you say just so that we can kind of talk about it and then faith you can kind of tell us if you relate to some of these things but i heard amanda say that some of the types of help that she needs in her life i heard you say that you need help with following through (laughs) being held accountable to take action on your dreams and your goals Mm -hmm. um and that you also need help transitionally as a younger adult um making that leap and like so help with connections like you were even before we even asked this question you were talking about help kind of just you know you're thinking about yourself and your career in the future of being like oh amanda andrews and like what does amanda andrews have to say about blah 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 so kind of help making those connections or getting into those fields getting access to those spaces um but then also just yeah with your parents it's like help help learning how to be an adult right help help paying the bills or learning how to work in the field that you care about and to make those transitions and just to live and those are life skills i mean that's what we would call it right faith Yes. Learning how to live day by day and be an adult. But I do relate what you're saying. Tell us. Um, like what you're saying, Amanda, um, about your parents helping you sometimes. Um, my parents has been helping me some stuff like paying the bills or helping me to pay the rent mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but there's some stuff I don't need help with from my parents Mm -hmm. and they're very supportive how they said okay I I understand you don't need help and that's fine Mm. so we'll do anything to support you but yes that's how I feel sometimes and we're lucky I mean the three of us are, are in this conversation and we're all people who have had the experience of of having maybe even extra help mm-hmm. from our families, which is not everyone's story. So, mm-hmm. well, should we see what Amanda's final question for you is? Please. Okay. I almost forgot what it was, but <laughs> I did it, so I'm really excited. 
my final question <clears throat> was if you were to start a rock band, Ooh. <laughs> what would you call it? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good question. Everyone right now listening is like totally thinking about the answer for themselves. Right? <laughs> we know you are. So please email us if you have some great answers to that question and you want to let us know your favorite rock band titles. Like, please send us an email at info at thewayfaringband.com. I'm just buying time while Faith thinks. <laughs> All right, Faith, you have your answer? Well, I know I have some favorite rock and roll bands, um, but... Um, <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> so the question is, if you were going to make up your own new band and you could call it anything you wanted, can you think of a good title for a new band? <laughs> I I don't know what starts with rock and roll band. <laughs> you know, like I know we love to rock and roll sometimes, but not all the time. Well, let's do this. So tell us, can I help break this down, Amanda? Yeah, go ahead. I think it'll be good if we kind of s- break this question into pieces. So, Amanda, do you have a, a process for, like, naming a band? Like, how would you do it if you were going to start a band? And that might help Faith think of an answer. Um, I I'm think... S- I'm sorry, I'm trying. No, so. you're good. <laughs> I think, because it's hard, too. I feel like if I was going to start a band, it'd be really hard because I'd want to change the name all the time. <laughs> but I would want to go with something really catchy so like something that's fun to say i have no idea it'd probably be a pun like something i don't know something fun um i'm always thinking it doesn't have to be good even because sometimes it's like the funky bananas (laughs) the (laughs) okay here we go so my mom and i one time uh we were driving we were driving back to my house and we like had to drive over this dip in the road and we were like, what is this, some kind of pothole detour? And we were like, that could be a band there name. There it is. The, the pothole, pothole detours. detours. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Sometimes I feel like I've had a lot of conversations where like, it sounds like a band name. Yep. Um, well, Faith, let, maybe we'll do it the way ABBA did it. So if you were going to start a band and you could imagine being in a band, who would you want to be in the band with you? Just for fun. <laughs> like anything I want? Yeah, anything you want. Um... I had to go for Mamma Mia. You would want to be in Mamma Mia. Yes. Well, then I just, I mean, there's there's that. You would just want to join Mamma Mia altogether. Yes. And what was the favorite song again from Mamma Mia? Well, there's two of them, but one is Lay Your Love On Me between Amanda and Dominic. Um, and the same thing, but different song is One of Us between those two. So let's just pretend that you, Amanda, and Dominic joined a band together. <coughs> Faith, Amanda, Dominic. F A D. The Fad. Fad the band. <laughs> would it be Fad or would it be The Fad? It'd be The Fad. Uh, but I feel like you'd have to make like, you'd have to be like a punk band or something. Or maybe not oh, like a punk I know, band, I like but it. like some yeah. kind of like British indie band. Yeah, band. right. <laughs> We're you have the to fad. wear a lot of tartan. Yeah. Um, the fad. I think it's actually kind of a great name. Yep. A fad. So, the fad. The fad. A fad is like something that kind of, um, you know, a passing fad is something. You could also be the passing fads. I mean, which is not a good name if you really want a lasting career. Because <laughs> a fad is something that kind of comes and goes. It's like popular for a minute and then not anymore. Mm-hmm. But if you were just the fad, I don't know. It feels like you would have more. You're always trendy. You're always in. Yeah. <laughs> so if Amanda... Say Seyfried, and then who is the who's Dominic? What's his last name? Cooper. Okay, so Dominic Cooper and Amanda Seyfried, if you're available, Faith Vadreen <laughs> is available. The three of you can start a band called The Fad. Um, I mean, I'm here for that. I would definitely listen to your first single. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Amazing. Any other follow up questions for either one of you? That's all I have. No Hail Mary fo- questions. <laughs> well, if. If we were talking about the Jones Brothers, yes. Because I know you like Nick. So. I do like Nick. He's got the okay. best hair. Okay, so Nick you like because of the hair. Mm-hmm. And how about Joe? Why do you like Joe, Faith? Well, so one, he's a lead singer. Because mm-hmm. um, I like people who lead sings. Um, just being a lead singer, you know, because I know Joe is. 
Um, and I know Nick is doing his own music, mm-hmm. and Joe is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And Kevin is like... I think he started a family or something. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. So, um, Somebody yeah. has to keep the family name alive. Yeah. What's the... Yeah. They're younger. Do you know what the youngest young Jonas brother's name is? Yes, it's Frankie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just saw it. He was just in Nick Jonas's music video for something. He plays the guitar. Well, okay. there you have it. Yeah. So there's a fourth Jonas. The so. fourth Jonas. The fourth Jonas is another name for a band. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or like between the fourth or like the bonus Jonas. Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you just invent that? Did no. You just, did you make that up or did you hear that somewhere? No, I didn't make it up. I, because it's true because um, that's why I know about Frankie. Amazing. He's well, the bonus Jonas. He is the bonus Jonas. Um, thank you, Amanda, so much for joining us today. This was a lot of fun. Was it good <laughs> to see Amanda again, Faith? Yes, it was. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us. We hope that um, we know we'll see you again. We we love you. We want to stay in touch. Um, if you have a radio journalism, uh, music journalism related opportunity for Amanda, feel free to reach out to us and we will pass it along to her. Um, she is vibrant. She is fabulous. Uh, and all of you, please, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. And we're really excited that you're listening, and we hope you will join us next time. Peace out. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Everybody In is sound engineered by Karen Hibner with original music by The Dosage. It is produced by The Wayfaring Band, a Denver-based 501c3 nonprofit specializing in life skills and leadership training through travel for adults with and without disabilities. Be sure to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you for now. Talk to you for now.